Oh, snap! The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Well, we don't let friends feed kibble, do we? Uh, or at least we try. We do our best. Um, there's a lot of other things that I think you got to take into consideration, and that's uh, in order to keep your pet healthy. All right. There are many other things. Um, and that is today's subject on Brian's Brief. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But remember, every Thursday night here at Raw Dog Food and Company, we have a yappy hour. Yes, we do. From 6 p.m. to midnight. Uh, that's when we put things on sale. So you want to come over, hit our sale page. Uh, if you have purchased from us before, you will get a reminder, unless you've opted out, and then you won't know. Uh, but uh, get over to Raw Dog Food and Company, and Company, and Company. Did I say and Company? <laughs> anyway, you want to get over there and check it out every Thursday night. If you're wondering, how do I get started on a species-appropriate diet? Super-duper easy. In about a week, I'll have the steps one, two, three in a video format up for you. But right now, here's what I have to say. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where you start. Uh, as Neely says, we're not dealing with meth. We're dealing with food. So get the blends. What are the blends? That's meat, bones, organ, and fat. Maybe it has a little tripe. Maybe it has a little uh, double protein. Maybe it has some uh, veggies. But these are the blends. They have everything in it. The ones that don't have everything in it say boneless or organless. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't do organs unless you have a Dalmatian or a dog that has been on raw and still is subjected to stones because the uric acid is not processing out of the body. That is very, 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 very few and far between. Okay. Um, sensitive stomachs, dogs don't have sensitive stomachs. They're sensitive to what they are eating. So it's not the, the stomach may be responding, but it's responded to sphincter food. Crap, not good stuff. All right. And then of course, you've got the uh, other toxins that we're putting in the body that the body is reacting to. I will say this, it is time to do a liver detox. Detox, 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 time to detox. Dr. Jasek said you could detox uh, one week a month and be fine on these homeopathic solutions like what we have. You'd be fine. Your dogs would be great. Right? Clear out the body, help the body uh, detox and get rid of stuff before it builds up and causes a problem. Okay? Remember, if you get overwhelmed, I got the overwhelm button. And we will, we will get back to you. Uh, even if it's not right away, we will, we will get back to you. If you have any questions, send them here if you want them answered on the podcast. But uh, let's get right into it tonight because this is uh, called the mindset beef. Brian's got a beef with mindset. And I certainly understand it because sometimes we're just like, do what now? <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, how, how, how do you make that correlation? Um, but let's talk about this. So 
Brian starts off and he says, look, it's not just food. You know, we can all certainly agree that what you feed your pet is vital to their overall health. And furthermore, we all agree that is it is the most important thing that you can change. But unfortunately, too many pet parents believe it's the only thing they must change. And indeed, you cannot improve your pet's health if you do not change what you give them to nourish their bodies. So Brian says, kudos to those of you who have made the switch. You're on the right track. But wait, there's more, as Billy Mays famously would say. So he says, if if you genuinely want to change your pet's health, you, you, pet parents, must completely change your mindset, beginning with a willingness to question what you already know. Unfortunately, an inquiring mind is difficult to have these days. I mean, you get labeled a conspiracy theorist or a science denier. And additionally, human nature is to avoid asking questions you do not want the answers to, since it may validate the feelings of being conned all these years. Now, that said, you have to push forward and start asking questions. Brian says the public's naivety has made many people wealthy. And it's time we say no more. The public deserves to know the truth. And the only way to discover it is to do our research and stop depending on information from people who have a monetary interest in telling half-truths. Okay, so it's not enough to find the information. You have to be willing to act on it. And as difficult as the first step was, this can be even harder because human nature is to do things as we have always done, right? Change is hard. And there is so much information, data, and experience on the dangers of things previously considered safe. Remember the lead-based paint or writing in the open bed of pickup trucks? Time and new information showed us the dangers of those things. And yet the idea that vaccines or flea and tick medications may not be as safe as one thought is something no one wants to discuss. And that sort of hypocrisy is precisely why you must change your mindset. Brian says, suppose all you do is put your pet on a raw diet, which is good. It's good, right? But you continue with unnecessary vaccinations, flea and tick medications, antibiotics, and crappy treats. I mean, you're unlikely to see much, if any, change in your pet. And you'll believe, oh, the food, the raw food, yeah, it makes no difference. And you may even return to kibble because it's comfortable and, you know, it's what you know. And that is what big pet food, well, that's what they hope you will do. Brian says another big mindset switch is trusting that if we feed our pets correctly, their bodies can take care of the many things we used to rush off to the vet for. And this one is tough for many people, especially those with pet insurance. Another beef for another time, he says. 
But look, if you invest in feeding your pets a raw diet, but are still running them to the vet every time they have a little sniffle or a soft poop, raw feeding will cost a fortune. But just like you'd expect a human who ate clean and regularly exercised to go to the doctor rarely, a raw-fed dog should visit the vet for an annual checkup and not much more. And Brian, I'm just going to throw this in there. You know, we have some people like our sweet Neils who would say, what you going every uh, year for an annual checkup? And I think that Brian would agree that on those annual checkups, they're typically pushing those things that um, are the flea and tick, the heartworm and the vaccines. Okay. But he goes on to say the savings from those skipped vet visits is where the value in raw feeding comes in. However, you will have difficulty seeing that value if you don't have the confidence to wait, wait, hang on, wait 24 hours for a digestive upset to work itself out. He says, I can't believe I have to say this, but Please do not take this as a belief that a dog never has to go to the vet if raw fed. That's that's not true, right? Because if your dog gets hit by a car or slices a leg on some fencing, it it it's got to go to the vet, guys. Raw fed dogs still get sick, but the belief is that it will be less frequent, less severe and with faster recovery. And I will say this, Brian, it's not just a belief. I mean, I've seen it. I have dogs that have been eating raw since 2000. So it's not as if I've got a small amount of history. Brian goes on to say, there are no guarantees when it comes to health, but there are things that you can do to increase the odds in your pet's favor. May the odds be forever in your pet's favor. <laughs> he says the species-appropriate diet is the biggest one. And he ends with this. He said, look, guys, I mean, this mind shift is unlikely to happen overnight. It will take some time. You will need to experience many of the changes that we discuss on the podcast and on these beefs and on the blogs, you know, you, you'll need some time to experience the changes with your pet. Be open to seeing these changes and watch your dogs. I mean, don't overreact to things and understand that your pet detoxing, especially when you're first getting on the raw diet, it can often look like an illness. Trust the process. Trust what you see. Trust yourself and trust your pet. The, the difference, I love what he says at this last thing. He says the difference between this community and the community of big pharma and big pet, pet food is that we believe you, you, you pet parents, you are your pet's best advocate. And we believe you can be. Precisely that. That's Brian, member of the Raw Squad at Raw Dog Food and Company. This is called The Mindset Beef, and I think it's written brilliantly. And we all see it, right? We all see that it's very difficult um, 
it's very difficult for people to change the mindset. But we're not the only ones out there talking about itchy pets and the dangers of the toxins and what we have seen in the explosion of cancers and the itchy pets, even after one round of shots, even after one round. And I, I, I don't think if you've, if you've not been in a different group, okay, you've not practiced with a different mindset, you've not practiced at all. You've not seen a dog that has not been subjected to certain things versus one that has always been fed the same type of food, gone through the same type of traditional medicine. They may all look exactly the same, and that may look like the norm. The question would be, are you confident enough to try something else all the way, right? All the way, you know, people will, as you know, people will contact us and, and there's a lot of things that people say. I, there is zero, zero way that I know exactly what's happening in your pet's home. But I will say that um, when we really get down to brass tacks, when we really say what else is being fed, there are so many different things going on in the house, so many different things. and. Most of us that are in my circle or in my group, um, because I'm very close to all, all of these folks, we're, only, we're doing um, a lot of variety. That's true. But we're not doing anything outside of super clean. And I want to tell you that open farm is not super clean. You know, raw wrapped kibble isn't super clean. Uh, no kibble is super clean. No toppers typically are super clean. There's a lot of cheap supplements. Um, if you're giving dairy or meat sticks or hot dogs, I mean, nothing I can do about that. Uh, I would always suggest that you just get down to raw and a raw that has all the components of meat, bones, organ, and fat. And look at the fat, look at the bones and look at the organs, right? Um, but um, I, I just don't see issues happening with real food. I do see things happening when other things are being mixed in. Maybe there's toxins involved, pharmaceuticals involved, antibiotics involved. Um, so it, it's it's not that hard, but I think a mindset has to be changed. And mindsets are most often changed when you take a step outside of that box. And, um, you know, I wrote the book, Snap, See New Achievable Possibilities in Business and Life. And it's all about that. How do you get outside of a box, that box of you're comfortable in? Maybe you're uncomfortably comfortable in that box, right? It's not really where you want to be, but it's what you know. And stepping outside of it seems to be too difficult, too hard, too daunting. I, I really do break it down in the book. Uh, I need to get that up on my site so uh, you guys can purchase that. It's a great book. I really, I think it's a great book. Some of my best work back in corporate, but um, you have to be willing, you know, and I, I know that there's different personalities, some stronger personalities than others. You have to be willing to try to see uh, and to experience something different instead of just thinking it. Thinking it, you know, is the beginning of it. But that's, you have to take the action steps. You really do.
It took him for a while, just like what Brian said. Don't run to the vet in 24 hours unless, right? I mean, unless it had been hit by a car or, you know, tore something. But um, th- there are some other things, and, and, and we've talked about it on the podcast that, you know, you would know. Consistently vomiting, blowing, you know, bloody poop out, squirting out the back every five seconds. I mean... You're going to get bloody poop just from dogs being stressed. You're going to get elevated liver enzymes from a dog being dehydrated. I mean, there's so many different reasons why you might get some information back that's scary. That really isn't scary at all. Okay. But here's what we say. If a dog is sick, they're going to be acting sick, right? There's a lot of parents that take their dogs to the vet and they do blood work for one reason or the other. And they get the, you know, the sphincter scared out of him because uh, you've got an elevated liver enzyme. Well, if you're a raw feeder, you're going to have elevated bun and creatin. Um, am I saying that right? Do I say creatine? Creatine. <laughs> anyway, um, and um, but that but that's normal, right? So some things are scary when they're actually just normal. Anyway, I hope that this is helpful. That the mindset. Uh, you know, pet peeve of, of brands, uh, which is certainly a pet peeve of everyone, you know, when you, when you see mindsets that aren't willing to open up and, uh, that's difficult, especially when it comes to the health of your pet. You know, I got a question tonight, um, from someone, I believe they're in my hometown of Oklahoma. Uh, I think they know my mom, my mom is a big advocate for us out there on, uh, Facebook for sure. But, you know, they were saying, look, we, we've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on our dog and it keeps getting these reoccurring ear infections. Um, he's been on raw. Now, when people say raw, sometimes they think raw is different than what we think raw is. So I don't have clarity on what their raw product is. But if he has reoccurring ear infections, you know, the question has to be um, how many rounds of vaccines? what flea and tick, what heartworm, what toxins are going in. And, uh, you know, the homeopathic vets, William Faulkner, Dr. Judy Jasek, D. Bianco, um, all of them out there would say, uh, we got to check that toxin level. But one thing I know is when we, when we ask that question, uh, sometimes pet parents don't respond or they never come back because they just aren't willing to look at that. And that's a mindset. Um, but you may never get that ear cleaned up if if uh, we don't take a look at that. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for coming over to the podcast. Uh, we really do appreciate you listening. We hope that you will subscribe. We hope that you will tell your friends. Um, if they're considering uh, doing something different, come listen to the podcast. We give away a lot, a lot, a lot of information. Also, um, on many of our products, you will see videos now. Uh, once you click on the product, we don't have nearly all of them up yet, um, but we will have them up shortly. And we hope that this information will help you feed a species appropriate diet more confidently. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, snap, snap. 
Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.